And welcome, everyone, once again to another edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner. I also have, of course, legendary Hall of Fame Coach Ted Huber with me. And we will also have our guest as we discuss Week 9, the regular season's over. And our guys are going to be talking about the regular season and maybe take a look at what's going to happen in the second season. That includes, of course, Paul Condry from the Regional Radio Sports Network and also founder of the Indiana Football Digest. Kyle Nettenriff from the Indianapolis Star. Dave Sockle from the Southern Indiana Sports Network. And legendary broadcaster Mike Scavara from around the Evansville area. They'll all be with us. And we'll be talking about what happened this past week some of the major games, and we'll also, of course, take a look at uh, some of the games coming up for the first round of the sectional to start of the new season. So stay with us. It's going to be fun. Coaches, the regular season is over, and you are headed into the state tournament. Big Cat Promotions wants to wish you all the best of luck. But as we all know, this is a one-and-done tournament. Regardless of where your team ends up, you want to celebrate a season of hard work and dedication. Big Cat Promotions has thousands of ways to honor your seniors and their hardworking teammates. Plaques, medallions, full-size footballs, mini footballs, you name it, just about anything you can think of, we can turn into an instant lifelong memory. So call Big Cat Promotions today at 574-551-5916 and let's create a lifetime memory and celebrate your team's success this past season. And welcome, everyone, once again to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. And uh, as usual, we're taking a run and taking a look at uh, what happened as we close out the regular season and none better to talk to than Paul Condre, the father of the Regional Radio Sports Network, as well as uh, Indiana Football Digest. It's always great to have Paul along. We have Hall of Fame coach, both these guys Hall of Famers, of course, um, Ted Huber. So, uh, Paul, there are hearts broken across the state, and there's people jumping and down and real happy, too. So it's, you know, that time of the year. Yeah, and I think that this stage, and I think Coach Huber would tell you probably – when you sit down with your coaching staff and you sit down with your student athletes at the beginning of the year, probably the number one goal for most teams that are in conferences is to let's, let's take care of business and let's win our conference championship first. And then of course, let's then, you know, put our sights on winning a sectional and then, you know, everything else goes kind of falls into place, but you know, some teams winning conference championships. And I know that you guys had a great game, Dave, and was talking to Bart Curtis earlier this morning and, Big win for that, that Warsaw group to now earn a share of a championship with Mishawaka and the Northern Lakes and quality win against a really really formidable opponent. And I think with you, when you look at what Bart's kids did uh, down the stretch, and when the rubber hits the road, man, and you've got to you got to make big plays, and they did that against some of the best teams in, in their league. You know, the lone setback obviously was at Mishawaka, right. close game, but. Good win for the, the Tigers at home, 24-10 against a really good Northridge team, and I think that's going to set up things really well for them as they get ready to go into postseason play. And, uh, of course, you know, in Class 6A, they're in a brutal sectional with uh, right. Carroll and Penn, mm-hmm. and so that will be in a situation where uh, you know, they're going to have to earn their keep if they're going to advance in the postseason. So I think it was Absolutely. a good one, and congratulations goes out. You know, we shouldn't apologize at all, but what Keith Kinder's kids did, oh, yeah. they were able to – grab a share of that championship and 
You know, we've talked about that here on the podcast, you know, all year. Yeah. You look at the Northern Lakes, the top four or five teams in that league are as good as any teams uh, in the in the state of Indiana. When you talk about maybe only the Mid-States Conference, maybe as balanced as this league is. And it's a, it was a good win for uh, Mishawaka last night as they were able to beat Wawasee and think it um, you know when you share a championship with those two guys i think you're in, in pretty good shape yeah, but yeah. some other conferences kind of just to kind of speak our way through as we'll move from right to left across the state that we talk about uh, i know we coach huber and i talked about it i think earlier on one of the podcasts one of the big stories here is in uh, the northern indiana conference and that, you know normally when you talk northern indiana conference you're talking Penn, and justifiably right. so they won their 41st conference championship last night wow and, Corey Oman's guys uh, did a great job beating, you know, you know, unmanned Adams teams. But the story has to be in the north-south division of the NIC as the Riley Wildcats won their first conference championship mm-hmm. since the Lyndon Johnson administration. Wow. <laughs> so wow. we're all old enough to remember those days. That's yes. just for those who may not understand that, that may understand. But that was 1965 wow. that they found themselves in that situation. Dominic Jolly. Had a great rushing night, 26 carries, 181 yards. He's over a 1,000 yards rushing. But this is a gr- really great win for uh, Riley last night, beating up a, a strong Jimtown team. So a big win there. And they find themselves a, you know, with a perfect 5-0 and record and 8-1 and going into the playoffs. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're a team that when it's uh, – we're going to find out, and as we always do, uh, where they're going to be at once you get into postseason play. And I think that, you know, they've got a certainly – a winnable game in the first round of the playoffs, you know, in their sectional 18. It's a situation. You know, There's some good football teams in there. And, you know, you've got Northridge just in that league, uh, oh, yeah. Northwood. Uh, so they're going to have a tough time getting out of that sectional, but I think they can at least get to that semifinal round. So right. that, that kind of give you a quick flyover of the northern north-south division of the Northern Indiana Conference as well as the east-west division. As you move to the Hoosier North, Knox was the clear-cut winner in that league, mm-hmm. going seven and zero. Labelle, pretty good year for them, it's going yeah. six and one. But uh, you know, Russ Rackey, uh, he has won a lot of games over his career. Oh He's nearing that unbelievable four hundred win plateau. That could happen if they get a deep postseason run. And and I think Coach Huber knows as well as I do. There's only one guy who's ever won four hundred, and that's the legendary Bud Wright. So right. Russ would be. In that same category, uh, uh, but the big difference is Bud's won a lot more state championships than Russ has, right. and I think that would probably be the difference there. But moving along and uh, moving our way towards Northwest Indiana, where I uh, cut my teeth and where I spend time in the league I'm in each and every Friday night, Dunlin Conference Crown Point won its second consecutive championship last night as uh, Larry Ellison and company were able to take care of the business at hand, and they won. Uh, convincingly, 38 to nothing over Michigan City. The game I did, Valparaiso, Valparaiso playing without their star tailback, uh, but that was not a big deal for them as Thomas Berta was able to uh, rush for 150 yards as they played with a running clock in that game. But So Crown Point, Valparaiso, and Maribel, the three best teams in that league, go 7-0, and 6-1, and and 5-2. and And that will be interesting. I think another historical point to point out, Crown Point, yes, they're in a position to make some noise, in the postseason, but the last time Crown Point or anybody from the Doolin Conference won the big school state championship, mm-hmm. and I know Coach Huber will remember this name, the legendary Les Klein was the head football coach at Portage back in 1977. So 
Crown Point's going to have a tough road to hoe in, in 6A football, and we'll see how that kind of plays itself out. So that's the Doolin Conference, and then move on over to the Northwest Crossroads Conference, uh, Hanover Central. First year ever in this league, they run the table, go 6-0, and uh, led by their outstanding junior tailback, um, Caden Ver- uh, Verdett. He uh, is averaging nine yards per rush all season long. Wow. Hobart finished second in that league, going five and one. Max Pickett had a real nice night for the Brickies last night with 195 yards rushing and five touchdowns. And then finally closing out some of the other leagues up in Northwest Indiana. Boom Grove won the Greater South Shore Conference last night in the North Division as they played their first home game ever. They finally built the stadium. They've been playing at Valparaiso University, at Valparaiso High School, all these many years. And they opened up their seas, their first home game ever on their campus last night as they were able to uh, win their ball game against Bishop Knoll. And uh, a lot of it has to do with uh, Mark Rowland, their quarterback, who set the single-season rushing record this year with that. So, And finally, the Great Lakes Conference. uh, Hammond Wharton was able to win that league uh, going 2-0. Great cool performance uh, against East Chicago Central for their quarterback, uh, Harris, 316 yards uh, uh, passing the football. So that'll kind of give you a flyover of some of the conferences and the stuff that we see. But it's exciting time because uh, we've said it for many, many years that, especially for the classes 1 through 4A, mm-hmm. you're about to embark in the toughest road to win a IHSAA trophy that you will ever imagine because it takes three weeks right. to win that title and as we all know there's a lot of things that happen in three weeks from the weather grades are coming out we have some eligibility issues sometimes mm-hmm. and so if you can string three games together and bring home that trophy that'll be something that you'll be talking about when you're a grandfather absolutely yeah absolutely well paul i wanted to also mention a great job on the selection show last sunday evening it's always fun to watch that and uh you guys do a great job uh, getting that across to uh, everyone watching it and the watch parties and all that kind of stuff. It's really turned into quite the event when you have that draw and uh, you and coach do a great job of putting that together. So I appreciate that. It is, it is so much fun, gentlemen. And I'll tell you, and coach Huber will, will, will vouch to this. You know, when I started this, this stuff uh, 35 years ago that, you know, I had this crazy idea that we're going to do this football book. We're going to do this radio network and we're going to do all these crazy things. And I'll never forget, the wonderful letter I got from, at that point in time, the Indiana Football Coaches Association president, Ted Huber, mm-hmm. who sent me a note congratulating me, coming up with the idea of what we're doing. And I still have that in my in my uh, book of letters that I've, I've kept from people over the years that mean a lot to me. And mm-hmm. it's because of people like you, Dave, and you, Coach, and, and so many coaches around the state who continue to encourage to and continue to uplift people who care about what we're doing and care about the game. And I think a lot of the credit uh, goes to those people because they inspire us every day to do this. We're in the position where we're transforming lives, whether as coaches and whether you're playing for somebody or if you're sending someone a note, you just never know on how important those little things do to make a difference in the lives. So I want to say thank you to Coach Huber for his longstanding support and the Indiana Football Coaches Association through these many years has been uh, they've get me a pat on the backside for years and that's kept me going all these years and it's been a blast love doing it with coach level mm-hmm. and love just being a part of this great game that's transformed lives for generations absolutely well said paul and well uh, you have you know. made us all proud i'll yep. say that no question about it 
Yeah. Yep. Thanks, Coach. Unique. Appreciate you greatly, sir. All right, Paul, thanks for being with us there, and we're gearing up uh, for the second season. And, of course, we'll stay in touch with you and uh, always appreciate your insight and your facts and stats and knowledge of what's going on. So uh, thanks for being with us, and you have a great Saturday. Great, guys. Thanks again for asking. You bet. We'll be back with more right after this. Coaches, the regular season is over, and you are headed into the state tournament. Big Cat Promotions wants to wish you all the best of luck, but as we all know, this is a one-and-done tournament. Regardless of where your team ends up, you want to celebrate a season of hard work and dedication. Big Cat Promotions has thousands of ways to honor your seniors and their hardworking teammates. Plaques, medallions, full-size footballs, mini footballs, you name it, just about anything you can think of, we can turn into an instant lifelong memory. So call Big Cat Promotions today at 574-551-5916 and let's create a lifetime memory and celebrate your team's success this past season. And welcome back, everyone, as we continue our summary for week nine. The end of the season is regular season over and we're getting ready to start the second season. But uh, just to give us a look at what happened uh, to uh, the middle of the state down around the Indianapolis area uh, from the Indianapolis uh, Star, um, Kyle uh, Neddenrip and uh, uh, Kyle. Uh, lots of action last night. Hearts were broken, I'm sure, and a lot of people were rejoicing too. So why don't you give us a rundown as uh, Coach Ted Huber also is with us on the call. Yeah, really, there was uh, two two major uh, games in Class 6A. Two of the best teams in that class played played uh, squared off, and I was over at Butler last night to see uh, Cathedral play Center Grove. And, uh, you know, what a game. You know, that turned out to be Center Grove jumped on top, you know, 16 nothing, uh, 31-10, and, and uh, 45-24. to But uh, Cathedral kept coming back, kept coming back. They came back three times. Uh, couldn't quite uh, get over the hump. It was 45-38 was the final uh, Center Grove won that game. But, uh, you know, really, uh, you know, it felt like Center Grove kind of controlled it throughout. And, uh, you know, Tyler Cherry, I know we've talked about him a lot, but 336 passing yards and four touchdowns, um, you know, really him and Noah Coy, you know, it's continued to be, you know, just a really tough duo to stop. So, you know, that's, uh, you know, that Center Grove team ends so, up, you know, they lost the first game to St. Edward, right. Ohio, and then wins eight in a row to, close it out so right. really good finish for that team so a uh, center grove their strength is a running game or do they toss it around when they when they get a chance to definitely this team's more predicated on passing with cherry and coy um okay. you know they they have started running the ball you know typically you know traditionally they are more of a running team under eric moore but you right. know haven't been quite as successful with that this year but they are they're getting stronger in that area i'd say too and you know matthew yoder's kind of emerged as their top top guy at that running back spot and mm -hmm. he had another pretty good game last night so you know it's it's been kind of a mix but mostly the pass i mean they're just so efficient uh, right. cherry so efficient passing that mm -hmm. uh they've kind of relied on that a little bit more this year okay all right what else you got for us kyle well the other you know i would say the other major one was the uh, brownsburg and hamilton southeastern game and uh you know that was number one versus number four uh brownsburg ends up winning that game uh, 21 to 14 
And, uh, you know, that clinches the, uh, the Hoosier Crossroads Conference uh, for Brownsburg and, and allows them to finish with a 9-0 and record. Uh, Garrett Sherrill had another big game, 183 rushing yards on 31 carries uh, for Brownsburg in that one. HSC got the ball down to the – in the red zone there at the end of the game with the chance to – you know, either put it in overtime or, or maybe even go for two and try to win it, but mm-hmm. uh, couldn't complete the pass there in the last uh, last play of the game, and uh, that's how it finished. So Brownsburg ends up uh, 21-14 winner. So those were those were probably the two biggest games, and you had you know several others that you know decided you know the uh, the mid state you know with Decatur Central winning, um, you know uh, Martinsville getting a share of that right. uh, with their win last night. Mm-hmm. So. You know, and then uh, kind of looking forward now to uh, to playoff time. So right. pretty pretty fun time of year. Yeah. Now that Brownsburg, they'll score off with Ben Davis. Is that correct in the first round of the sectional? Correct. Yeah. And as you yeah, know, wow. that's two weeks away, so it's right, still sure. a little bit. You know, all those big schools have a a week off to you know to get prepared and uh, right. you know hopefully healed up from whatever injuries they might have. But uh, but yeah, that's a uh, that looms very large, obviously uh, here in a, in a couple of weeks and. You know, I, that could very well decide who makes it to to uh, potentially to play Center Grove in the right. uh, in the uh, semi-state round. That's that's looking ahead a little bit farther, but right. you know, those teams have been you know those three Center Grove, Brownsburg, and Ben Davis have just been really, really good all all year long. Sure, sure, solid ball clubs. Well, it's going to be exciting as you say as we get into the second season here. Uh, of course, the, the conference championships have been decided across the state and. Uh, uh, everyone's going to gear up, and of course, uh, from 4A down, uh, they'll start next week with uh, their run towards Indianapolis. So uh, it is, as you said, an exciting time. Ted, you got any um, thing you want to touch? Well, I was going to mention, I was going to mention Chicard. Um, you know, since they went, I don't know, did they go to Ohio or was it here? I don't know, but anyway, they uh, ended up winning the ball game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, easily uh, against uh, Cincinnati Elder, which is uh, that's pretty unusual uh, right. to beat them by that amount of the, the margin. And you know, that's a star team that seems like a lot of teams this time of year kind of struggling with injuries somewhat. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, they laid it on them last night. So yeah, that's a that's a. I don't know if anybody wants to see that uh, you know that Chittard team play, but yeah. really good uh, win last night too. Should mention uh, uh, Hamilton Heights beating West Lafayette to yeah. uh, win their conference championship. And, you know, that, that Hamilton Heights team, you know, I was reminded of that when Ted mentioned uh, Chittard because they're in the same sectional. Right. So, you know, we'll see how all that, you know, they, the Hamilton Heights benefited from, you know, they're not on the same side of the sectional bracket. So they'll match up uh, potentially down the road in the championship. But yeah, that's a, a, a really good win for the Hamilton Heights team that stays uh, undefeated on the season. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Kyle, thanks for giving us some insight on this. And, uh, you know, well, hopefully we can uh, uh, keep bugging you a little bit here as we move uh, into the uh, uh, second season and uh, keeping track of things for us down the middle state where they just play outstanding football. So we really appreciate your uh, efforts and taking some time to talk to us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, guys. You bet. We'll be back with uh, more right after this. Coaches, the regular season is over and you are headed into the state tournament. Big Cat Promotions wants to wish you all the best of luck, but as we all know, this is a one-and-done tournament. Regardless of where your team ends up, you want to celebrate a season of hard work and dedication. 
Big Cat Promotions has thousands of ways to honor your seniors and their hardworking teammates. Plaques, medallions, full-size footballs, mini footballs, you name it, just about anything you can think of, we can turn into an instant lifelong memory. So call Big Cat Promotions today at 574-551-5916 and let's create a lifetime memory and celebrate your team's success this past season. And welcome back, everyone, as we uh, take a survey across the state. And week nine is over. That means regular season is over. And as we've been talking to our panel of experts, uh, next up, we need to take a look at what went uh, on south of Indianapolis. And we have a guy that's in the know, Dave Sockle. And uh, Dave, uh, again, there were some heartbroken people last night. And I'm sure there are lots of people that were celebrating conference championships. So... What's the scoop? Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it was, uh, again, a great week nine heading into the uh, playoffs that uh, start on Friday. Uh, and uh, I want everyone to know, uh, obviously, we do uh, the tournaments uh, for the IHSAA TV. Absolutely. And so uh, I'm, I'm excited about uh, our first game. Uh, it'll be this Friday, October 20th. We're going to do Boonville at number two in 4A Evansville Rock. We'll be on the air about 6.30 Central Time and 7.30 Eastern Time because uh, we got <laughs> the split times. They're on what I call slow time there in right. Evansville. Right. And uh, you got to really be on top of it, Dave, let me tell you, okay, or you end up being an hour later, right. an hour early. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, and I trust me, I, it's happened to me, not as far as doing a ball game, but, you know, uh, just being in uh, uh, the Evansville area sometimes. Right. But uh, that'll be on Southern Indiana um, Sports Productions, and uh, yeah. we'd uh, love for everybody to tune in. Yeah. Is and that the streamed? Thing about that, or how? Yeah, that's streamed. All you okay. do, you go to IHSAATV.org. Okay. You just go down, find your game, click it on, and that's it. Okay, uh, you can good. watch it on. Yeah, you can watch it on your uh, computer. You can watch it on your phone, and then uh, you can also, uh, you know, just like any other app, you can download it on your TV and watch it on uh, the big screen. Yeah. So uh, many, many ways to watch the game, and of course, uh, one thing: the IHSAA TV network is the largest high school network, not just in this country, but in the world. So uh, um, I always tell people, I said, yeah, we can, you know, we can, we can get six to 12, whatever the world population is. uh, Anybody has the opportunity to watch. And uh, it's kind of neat because sometimes you have uh, folks that get in touch with you from, uh, you know, over in Italy or someplace. And uh, they want to know a little bit about, uh, well, Hey, Indiana football sometimes uh, because it's good. And yeah. and the big thing about that game, the Boonville Wrights game, is see Boonville. They're basically the 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 same teams. I mean, obviously Boonville lost uh, their uh, all conference quarterback, and they're rebuilding in a little in, in a bit. But Darren Ward does an excellent job there for the Pioneers. And uh, Wrights had gone in ten and zero last year. Uh, they'd won their first sectional game, and Boonville upset them in sectional twenty four. 28 to 27. So uh, I am looking for all kinds of emotions come Friday night. Sure. Um, should be good. Should be good. But anyway, heading into some of the scores, week nine, uh, six, eight, number one center Grove, they have been a bit of a 
a battle with number six Cathedral. That final was 45 to 38. So, uh, again, uh, I don't think you're going to have a center Grove team that just uh, this year rolls through the uh, 6A tournament. Uh, The 5A is going to be real interesting. Uh, Number one, Bloomington North, they uh, beat Southport no problem, 42 to 14. And number three, Bloomington South shut out Seymour, 47 to nothing. Now, the significance of that game is, is of course, uh, 5A and 6A don't play this coming week. But on October 27th, it will be Bloomington South at Bloomington North. And uh, that could decide who goes to the state championship in that first game of that sectional. So uh, look forward to that one. That will be the uh, the game of the week coming up next week. Uh, and again, earlier in the year, North nipped south in overtime, twenty five to twenty four. So it's going to be a, a a heck of a football game oh, yeah. uh, to say the least. Uh, number seven, Decatur Central, they're uh, ready to roll. They blasted a pretty good Franklin team last night, thirty six to nothing. And number nine, Floyd Central, won the Hoosier Hills Conference straight out. They shut out rival New Albany that final, forty seven to nothing. And uh, we oh. will also uh, have Floyd Central on the air on October the 27th, they will take on Evansville North. They'll actually host them this year, and uh, that'll be on October 27th, so uh, that will be our second game in uh, the uh, the football playoffs for 2023. In other action, here's, a, here's an upset, 4A 16th ranked Martinsville, and they've been doing this all season long. They upset number 10 Plainfield 13 to 6 last night. Wow. Uh, so that was what I considered the game of the week. And uh, the Artesians, once again, did not disappoint as uh, they were able to uh, to beat the Quakers there by a touchdown. Now, here's an interesting score. Uh, score. Number 11, Castle. They uh, beat number 12 in 4A Memorial, and I'm sure Mike will have more on this. That final is 24 to 21, but I think the significant thing is is that Castle's playing real good football, and that is the third consecutive loss for Memorial. Mm -hmm. So uh, not the the place you really want to be going into the playoffs. Right. Um, Yeah, in 4A, it was uh, number one East Central over Ron Colley. They just roll past everybody. Forty-one to seven. Now, again, Mike will have more on this, but this is significant. Wrights last year, like we said, were kind of looking ahead and got beat by Boonville. They may have been looking for that revenge game against Boonville, as uh, they just barely got past a rebuilding modern day team. 14 to 10 last night. So, uh, you know, like I said, Hey, things come around. So I'm sure the coaching staff at Wright is saying, Hey, you guys were looking ahead to that revenge match with Boonville and modern day almost came uh, up and uh, gotcha. So uh, I'm sure, you know, that has been drilled into uh, the Panthers heads uh, after that ball game last night. However, though, Wright's does win the SIAC and they, uh, moved to 9-0 and on the season heading into the tournament. So congratulations to Wrights and uh, a conference championship, actually the uh, second year in the row. Uh, it was number three, New Palestine, and watch out for these guys, okay? The Dragons have been playing fantastic uh, over about the last six or seven weeks. They beat Delta 38-7 to last night. It was number five, Greenfield. They beat Newcastle 44-20, to and here's an upset. Indian Creek upset Northview. That oh, final wow. 22 22- to 
21. Yeah, Northview, number 14 in the state. In 3A, it was uh, Gibson Southern, uh, number three in the state. They uh, beat Boonville, like we've talked about, 35-8. to eight. And uh, number five, Tri-West, they beat Southmont, 21-7. to seven. Number six, Heritage Hills, uh, over Washington, 50-7. to seven. It was number nine, Lawrenceburg, past uh, South Dearborn, 42-21 to 21 in a grudge match. And uh, an interesting game that we'll have to put on the radar for this Saturday. And that is is Lawrenceburg will be at non-ranked 9-0 and Centerville. Oh, wow. So uh, we'll find out how good Lawrenceburg is and how good Centerville is. That's going to be an interesting matchup. Yeah. Uh, also, number 11, Batesville, uh, they beat Lawrenceburg earlier in the season, and they beat Connorsville last night. No problem there, 55-14. to Got a mild upset for you. The Jasper Wildcats are playing some good football right now, so watch out. They beat a very good and number 12-ranked Vincennes, uh, Vincennes, since Alice is 13 to nothing last night. So uh, Jasper, yeah, Jasper's playing some really good football uh, here late in the season. Of course, that's when you want to be playing good football. Uh, Number, number 14, Danville. uh, They just got past North Montgomery, 23 to 20. And uh, (laughs) for that win, guess what? Uh, They start off at number five, try West uh, next week as the playoffs uh, kick off. So Uh another uh, couple of ranked teams, Teams, uh, going up against each other right there in the first uh, week of the playoffs. In 2A, it was number two, Triton Central over Speedway, 40-7. to Number three, Brownstown Central. They ended the season 8-1, and beating Scottsburg, 48-21. to And uh, that also wrapped up the uh, Mid-Southern Conference Championship for them. So uh, the uh, Braves are celebrating today as uh, they get ready for the playoffs. Hey, Monrovia, this one's going to shock you a little bit. Monrovia, they blasted number 10 Cecina last night, 44 to nothing. Wow. Now, Monrovia's got a good team, and I'm not surprised by the victory. I'm surprised by the score. Sure, that makes uh, points. Yeah, and Cecina, oh, if that's not worse, it gets worse for Cecina. They've got to go up against number three, Brownstown, in the first round next week. Uh, here's a team to watch out for. This is number 11, North Posey. Uh, they're in that same sectional with Modern Day, and they blasted Pike Central last night, 70 to nothing. Wow. And, uh, North Posey has never beaten Modern Day in their sectional, and they think that this year may be the year, so we will wait and see. But based on the way Modern Day played last night, uh, you know, don't don't count a victory be, uh, before you uh, you play the Wildcats because uh, right. they're always ready. They're the defending state champs. Yeah, they've only won two games, but they'll be ready. Oh, yeah. uh, they play Tell City to, not to uh, start things off. 1A, it was uh, the Providence Pioneers. They shut out a good North Harrison team last night, 35 to nothing. So Providence ends the season nine and zero. They will be the heavy favorites to win their sectional, even though number eight Springs Valley is in that same sectional. Right. They beat North Davies 50 to 14. But the thing about Providence and what I keep hearing down here is it's all going to come down 
to who the state championship is. Of course, I'm sure Adam Central up there in your parts up there in the north will have something to say about that. Oh, yeah. But they, they, they say that if Providence and Indianapolis Lutheran meet in that first game of the regional, that will be for the state championship. Uh-huh. Now, again, like I said, your northern schools will have something to say about that. Sure. But that is what's going on down here uh, in the southern part, that uh, those are the two best teams in the south, and they will meet in the regional round right. if they get past their Sectionals. Sure. It was number five Park Tudor. They beat Edinburgh, no problem there, sixty-five to six. Number six South Putnam. They nipped Cascade twenty to seventeen. And again, like I said earlier, it was number eight Springs Valley ending the season at eight and one with a convincing fifty to fourteen win over pretty decent North Davies team. Right. So uh, there you have it as far as your ranked teams. Now right. elsewhere in the state, it was uh, Bedford North Lawrence. They finished second in the HHC with just one loss behind Floyd Central. They beat Columbus East last night, 28-21. Beach Grove uh, tipped Franklin County, 28-27. Burbuff over Terre Haute North, 48-27. Charlestown over Pekin Eastern, 28-14. We had a game of winless teams. Clarksville and Crawford County, the generals of Clarksville, came out on top to get their first win of the season. They beat Crawford County, 48-34. Columbus North over a good Terre Haute South team. These are two good teams, and uh, obviously, great game last night. The final twenty-two to twenty. It was uh, Eastern Green over North Central of Farmersburg, forty-three to six. Edgewood over Brown County, forty-six to six. Greencastle over North Putnam, seventeen to nine. Uh, Milan of uh, that past Madison, forty-three to nothing. Uh, Mooresville passed Perry Meridian, twenty-four to fourteen. Mount Vernon of Fortville over York. Town 35-21. Mount Vernon of Posey County over Princeton 58 to nothing. North Decatur over Switzerland County 47 to zip. Owen Valley easily over Cloverdale 53 to 14. And the Paoli Rams, they finish 8 and 1 with mm-hmm. uh, a hard fought victory over uh, North Knox that final. 37 to 30. Wow. Pendleton Heights over Shelbyville, 28 to 6. Perry's uh, Central beat Mitchell, 47 to 7. Rushville over Greensburg, 52 to 13. The uh, Silver Creek Dragons over the winless uh, Corden Central Panthers, 46 to 9. South Decatur beat uh, Dayton Christian of Ohio, 38 to 15. Southridge over Forest Park, 49 17. Sullivan over West Vigo, 48 to nothing. And the first win. In for the Tecumseh Braves, they beat uh, the uh, combined team of Oblon, uh, Palestine, and Hudsonville, Illinois. Illinois will sometimes, if they have uh, small groups of, uh, of kids and small high schools, they will add them together and make oh, one really? team. Wow, that's yeah, really and Yeah, that, it is interesting. Uh, but Tecumseh, they beat them 41-6. to six. It's just uh, hard to uh, say the whole three high schools uh, – uh, when uh, you're obviously talking about teams that have been put together that way. Right. Uh, it was Tell City over South Spencer, 55-15. to 15. They're the ones that will meet modern day in the uh, first round there at Tell City on uh, Friday. It uh, was Whiteland over Greenwood. Hard-fought uh, rivalry game there, that final 28-24. to 24. And, uh, Dave, some of the uh, big games that are coming up in the tournament, uh, the one that, again, I – have circled as the game of the week will be number nine Lawrenceburg at nine and O Centerville. Uh, oh, another yeah. game to watch will be number fourteen Danville. That uh, 
will be uh, they'll be at number five, Tri West. That is in three A and sectional twenty nine. Now in two A, we've got uh, sectional thirty nine. It'll be number ten, like I mentioned before, Cecina at number three, Brownstown, and again uh, sectional forty, Modern Day at Tell City. That'll be a, a good ball game. Uh, and then of course, obviously six A and five A, they will pick things up uh, the following week right. on October twenty seventh with basically uh, uh, all six classes playing on that particular evening. And uh, don't forget, we will have, again, Southern Indiana Sports Productions uh, on the air. Uh, Boonville at number two rights uh, will be on the air 6.30. That's Central Time, 7.30 Eastern Time. And, again, all you got to do is go to IHSAATV.org. They'll put up a menu. You just roll through until you find your game. Bam, you hit that, it'll take you right to it. Very, very simple. Uh, it's just like, you know, basically if you were trying to watch a game on Hulu or, or one of the streaming services, it works right. exactly the same way. So that's what's going on down here in the South. And uh, I am all set for the playoffs. Looking forward to it uh, coming up this Friday. It should be a lot of fun. And we certainly encourage everyone to tune in to Southern Indiana Sports, uh, the network down there, and uh, watch uh, some of these really great teams go at each other. They're uh, down in the south end of the state. So, uh, Dave, we appreciate well, I, your time. I know. i tell you, one game that I have, of course, like I said, everything has to fall into place. One game that uh, I really have circled, and it's the possibility. Uh, and I think, really, it may be the only time when one meets two uh, throughout the whole state. And that could be the first regional game uh, for if Evansville Wrights wins their tough sectional. And East Central, if they win their sectional, that's one and two undefeated, could meet in uh, the uh week of uh, November 10th in the regional championship, right. which uh, if that happens, we'll be doing that game. Trust me. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> That'll be bet. one of the top games in the whole state. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of things that could happen, uh, but now it gets extremely interesting as we head into the playoffs. Oh yeah. Everyone going for the uh, golden ring and that's uh, what makes Indiana high school football uh, very unique and uh, everybody gets a chance and a shot at the title. So Absolutely. Really cool. So, Dave, thanks for spending some time with us and giving us updates and uh, giving us some insight on what's going on down there uh, south of Indianapolis. We appreciate it very much. And uh, you have yourself a great weekend. Hey, you too. Hey, thanks so much. Looking forward to it. You bet. Thank you. We'll be back with more right after this. And welcome back, everyone, once again to the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, along with uh, my Hall of Fame uh, podcast partner, Coach Ted Huber. And we've got our very special guest from uh, Evansville area down there, Mike Scavara. He's our eyes and ears for what's going on down there by the river. So, Mike, uh, we're going to turn it over to you and Ted. All right. Well, the Southern Indiana Athletic Conference, the Pocket Athletic Conference, you know, we've been talking all season long, uh, the two major conferences. Uh, we'll take a look at uh, the championships of the Potoka Lake and the Southwest Conference as well. But uh, we're going to start, as always, with the Southern Indiana Athletic Conference for the most part of our podcast. And the only undefeated team in Southwest Indiana, uh, the Evansville Wright Panthers, uh, they took on their if you know geography in Evansville at all, the west side as was the original part of town, and uh, there's a rivalry there between Evansville uh, Wrights and Evansville Modern Day. 
and Evansville Wright came away with a uh, hard-fought 14 to 10 uh, victory, Ooh. and uh, Wright finishes nine and zero. As we said, the only undefeated team in Southwest Indiana, as uh, they've won 18 straight regular season uh, games. Uh, guys, in other words, they've gone back to back, going nine and zero in the mm. conference the last two years. In fact, they're nineteen and one the last two years. Only loss was a one point loss uh, in the sectional last year to Boonville, mm. and, and this is the second year in a row. And Ted, uh, you know, you've been around a lot of conferences. Uh, not only you do it once, but you do it back to back years, winning the conference by three full games. Yeah, yeah that's so, substantial. Yeah, that's- you know, I'm not sure what that means. Does that mean that they're so much better than everybody else or nobody's worth anything? <laughs> yeah, that's that half cup uh, uh, full or half empty, I guess. Well, of course, yeah. uh, Corey's Brunson Ball Club, uh, uh, Mike Gable's uh, head coach at Modern Day, you know, they struggled uh, uh, after uh, going to the state finals in 2A the last two years, but and they played that rugged schedule. Modern Day finishes 2-7. and seven. But uh, actually, the uh, the Wildcats uh, led Wright ten to seven at halftime. Mm. Uh, oh. But uh, Wright was able to come out to score on their first possession, and then uh, let the defense take over. As uh, Wright, uh, Hayden Summers again, he was on the cover of uh, Paul Condry's Indiana Football Digest. Uh, he had he had four receptions for forty yards and and both touchdowns uh, for the Panthers. Uh, those came in the uh, Second quarter, and again, first third quarter, as uh, uh, the touchdown pass from quarterback Ben Davies put uh, it made it a difference. As Roland Vera also uh, runs a through, but he threw a halfback pass or, or playing the wildcat, uh, the other pass to Aiden Summers. But uh, you know, really uh, defensively, uh, Wright really stepped it up, uh, especially in the last uh, quarter because. Modern day got inside, guys, uh, the right 30-yard line twice in the last eight minutes uh, and uh, couldn't get it in the end zone. Alex Sitzman led uh, the Panther defense with uh, 15 tackles. Aiden Wells had 12. They had 19 tackles for losses. And, and so, uh, uh, you know, it was really a, a, a tough defensive struggle, and congratulations to Corey Brunson. Uh, they are the champions of the uh, Southern Indiana uh, Athletic Conference. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, some other uh, outstanding games uh, in, in that conference as well. Uh, uh, coach, uh, you know, Coach Huber, you know, he used to coach uh, being assistant over for Doug Hurd at Castle. And uh, the Castle Knights uh, came away with a 24-21 victory over Evansville Memorial, who has been uh, – Ranked in three uh, uh, in four A as well as uh, actually in the first minute and fourteen seconds, guys, long touchdown passes were tossed uh, on Memorial's second play from scrimmage, a sixty-four yard pass from Luke Ellsperman to Dasmond Johnson got him on the board, uh, and uh, the uh, that, that broke a, a nine-quarter uh, scoreless streak uh, by the Tigers that they've been shut out back-to-back the week before. Mm. But on the first play, Isaac Salpetra uh, caught a 65-yard pass from quarterback Borden Morgan uh, to get back on the board, tied it up. Castle got uh, in the, uh, the first half a couple more uh, touchdowns, one by uh, Borden Morgan and another one by Antonio Harris 
who, by the way, has been offered by Indiana State um, uh, a, a, a scholarship. So Castle led 21 to seven at halftime, but the, the Tigers came out and scored on their first two possessions. Their senior running back Porter Road uh, came away with uh, runs of four and nine yards to tie it up. But uh, Castle got a uh, field goal in the fourth quarter by Riker Cottmel to uh, make the difference uh, uh, in the game. So uh, uh, that that was uh, that game, and uh, Castle wins. And then uh, North was uh, able to come away with a uh, dominating win over uh, Evansville Central. Uh, 72 to nothing central wow. unfortunately has lost their last 22 games. And, uh, I haven't checked with, uh, uh, John Harold's side, but, uh, uh, they, they, they have had uh, troubles here, uh, and, uh, getting uh, a victory. And that might be one of the longer streaks uh, in the state of Indiana, but, uh, mm. uh, Joey, uh, parody the head coach of North, uh, you know, his team, uh, was able to, uh, Put together 386 yards of total offense. The running back team in Northington had uh, three touchdowns. Uh, uh, their defense came away with uh, uh, four takeaways and eight tackles for loss. And, and we talked about him before. Caleb Harris had two more quarterback sacks. Uh, I think he leads not only 4A, but he might be second in the state in quarterback sacks with 15 and a half. So uh, North came away with a, a win in there. And uh, uh, Jasper also uh, was victorious, 13 to nothing over Vincennes. They got uh, a couple of touchdown runs from quarterback Max Utel, who had 95 yards rushing. Their other running back, Carter uh, Holdsworth, had 105. As uh, the defense for Jasper held Vincennes, who again has been kind of shorthanded with injuries and so forth, mm-hmm. uh, to under 100 yards offense. But the last game that I want to talk about uh, was uh, is, is Evansville Bossy. Now, they came away with a win, their third of the year, and this is the third time in the last decade that three wins has been the most they've had. And another outstanding quarterback uh, play by Elijah Wagner. We talked about him earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, all he did was go 15 of 21 passing for 300 yards and four touchdown passes. Wow. He rushed 22 times for 203 yards. And two more touchdowns. He scored six of their seven touchdowns. He had total offense of 503 yards. And, guys, this does not uh, 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 in- include uh, – well, this includes his stats from uh, Friday night. He has thrown for 1,985 yards and 19 touchdowns. He's rushed 189 times for 1,508 yards and 18 touchdowns. He's caught two passes, one for a touchdown of 68 yards. Gentlemen, he's racked up just by himself 3,561 yards of total offense. Wow. I'm at, I venture uh, in the state, there's a lot of schools that don't even match that. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, you're right. <laughs> and and uh, Elijah Wagner, he uh, has uh, at least two passing touchdowns except one time in each of the nine games. And in three games, he's rushed for three touchdowns. He's got seven uh, 100-yard-plus rushing. Uh, and the other two games, where he didn't get 100, he had 79 and 88. He is a leading national and state record holder in a lot of categories. Mm-hmm. So uh, Elijah Wagner that. So with all that being said, 
with uh, Castle uh, coming away with victory over Memorial, North over Central, and Jasper beating Vincennes. We said Rice was 9-0. and Castle, Memorial, North, Jasper, and Vincennes all finished second in the conference at 6-3. and So uh, uh, not too many times where I think you've had five teams tie for uh, second uh, uh, in a conference. Right. And then Bossy, Modern Day, and Harrison. Uh, um, Evansville, Bossy, Evansville, Modern Day, Evansville, Harrison, and then Evansville Central. Uh, rounded out uh, <clears throat> Southern Indiana Athletic Conference. Mm-hmm. Probably the, the, the big game uh, in uh, the pocket athletic conference that uh, had uh, a big school division championship uh, 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 possibilities. Uh, Gibson Southern played uh, Boonville, and Gibson Southern came away 35-8, a winner, uh, another dominating fashion. As now Gibson Southern, Nick Hart's ball club, goes to 7-2 uh, and two in a and we've talked about it. Their only two losses are to two powerhouse schools in uh, in Kentucky. Uh, in fact, uh, since they've gone to the, the uh, big school, small school division in 2020, uh, Gibson Southern is a perfect 23 and 0 uh, in the big school division. So uh, they they come away uh, with the victory as uh, 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 another ball game uh, uh, in the conference. Uh, North Posey. Uh, uh, was able to come away with a victory over Pike Central, and uh, Waylon Shanks Ball Club goes to six and zero. So they are the uh, champions of the small school division, and of course, uh, uh, North Posey's uh, uh, only loss came to Heritage Hills, who finished second uh, to Gibson Southern uh, in the big school division. Uh, Southridge and Tell City. Uh, uh, they both uh, came away with uh, big wins. Uh, they finished second, tied for second in the small division. Mm-hmm. Scott Buning, Southridge team six and three, and uh, Malin Webb's Hell City team six and three. So uh, those are some of the top teams uh, uh, in the pocket uh, athletic conference. Uh, as we look over to the other couple of conferences, uh, teams in Southwest Indiana, uh, Patoka Lake, uh, Paoli, and Neil Dittmer's Rams. Uh, they finished a perfect five and zero. Oh. And uh, they finished eight and one. In fact, they won their last eight games. Their only loss came in a season opener to Boonville. Uh, Spring Valley's uh, Jason Lowe's team, uh, they also finished eight and one. Their only loss was uh, to uh, 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 Dittmer's uh, uh, Paoli Rams. So they were the top teams in the Potoka Lake. And in the Southwest Conference, North Knox uh, came away three and oh, as Josh Chambers team's Warriors uh, won that. Uh, Team as uh, uh, again, uh, let's go back to Potoka Lake. You know, Perry Central, uh, West Washington, Mitchell, and Crawfordville, uh, Crawford County rather, uh, came away with uh, uh, the rest of the conference. Where Eastern Green, North Davies, and North Central uh, were the teams uh, in the Southwest. So uh, those are uh, some of the big scores, some of the big uh, numbers. Uh, you got matchups uh, in sectional play, and of course. We always talk about Bloomington and uh, oh, the two yeah. schools in Bloomington. Uh, you know, they finish uh, one and two, um, uh, I think, uh, uh, in uh, Bloomington, uh, and then one and two in 5A. And uh, as uh, the ping balls, balls drop in 5A, they're going to match up mm-hmm. uh, in two weeks uh, uh, or a little under two weeks yeah. uh, in that 5A sectional that they're in. So mm-hmm. that's uh, – uh, 
a wrap-up of uh, what's going on in uh, southwest Indiana uh, for the 2023 season. All right. Well, we appreciate that, Mike. Uh, lots of things going on down there. Championships have been uh, declared as far as it goes to conference, and now we're going to start the second uh, second season there, and uh, it's going to be exciting, no question about it, all across the state. What makes Indiana so unique is everybody gets to play. So uh, that's a cool thing, and uh, we certainly appreciate you uh, reporting and giving us the uh, pertinent information on what's going on down there. It's always a pleasure to talk football with you guys. All righty then. Uh, Ted, do you got any questions or comments? No, the only thing I, you know, Andy Owen, is he the city athletic director there in Evansville yet? Uh, yes, he has been for a few years. It's uh, the, uh, the school corporation in Evansville. And in fact, it's, a, it's the Vanderburgh County School Corporation, uh, the, uh, the five public schools called the Evansville Vandenberg uh, School Corporation. Yeah, he's the uh, athletic director for the five public uh, Evansville schools. Mm-hmm. Prior to that, he's the head coach at Central High School. Right. Correct. Okay. Evansville and, Central. Okay. And then he replaced his his dad, Andy Owen, uh, who uh, was the Central coach uh, before him. Right. And who did he replace uh, with the position that he's at right now? Uh, Paul Knighty. Paul Knighty, that's right. Uh, yeah. Commissioner Knighty. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is because Central was really good at football. Okay, they're really good at football. And, I, and uh, you know, maybe I can challenge Andy, hey, let's go at Central. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Holy Toledo. Sure. Well, their they're, they're coach, Brandon Artis, uh, he's uh, – uh, uh, first year coach. He's a 27 grad, 2007 grad. Uh, their biggest uh, issue, according to Coach Artis, and I can concur with him, is for whatever reason they uh, really do not have a very organized feeder system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, along with uh, Bossy and Harrison, uh, are the three schools uh, that uh, don't really have a feeder league. So I think uh, the foundation might be able to start with the. Uh, if they can get a consistent feeder league. Absolutely. And as you guys know, all the, all the teams that uh, really uh, come away with uh, success year in, year out, uh, usually have great field, feeder Absolutely. leagues. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's part of Mike, the formula. Yeah. Mike, Mike uh, Owen, Andy's dad, who was a coach for 10, 12 years there before Andy, uh, when, he, when he got out and was helping Andy, I know they did – they did a lot of work with the feeder system. So anyway, uh, you know, I'm, I just wanted to bring that up that, uh, something is, something's got to be done down there. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, things go ebb and flow and, uh, so you, you stop and think about it. You know, Evansville central, uh, in 2018 was in the state finals. They lost oh, yeah. that four overtime game. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, mm-hmm. so they're not that far removed, uh, from, uh, uh you know, okay. Okay. okay, Mike. Okay, you keep believing that. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, well. Once again, we appreciate everything you do for us, Mike. Down there, we got a lot of uh, exciting, exciting tournament uh, football to go on, and I can't wait to get down to the state championships. And you always help me out uh, by getting me a chance to interview the different coaches and stuff, and I really always appreciate that. So. 
Um, always, always glad to help out. You have yourself a great uh, week, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. We'll be back with more right after this. Coaches, the regular season is over, and you are headed into the state tournament. Big Cat Promotions wants to wish you all the best of luck, but as we all know, this is a one-and-done tournament. Regardless of where your team ends up, you want to celebrate a season of hard work and dedication. Big Cat Promotions has thousands of ways to honor your seniors and their hardworking teammates. Plaques, medallions, full-size footballs, mini footballs, you name it, just about anything you can think of, we can turn into an instant lifelong memory. So call Big Cat Promotions today at 574-551-5916 and let's create a lifetime memory and celebrate your team's success this past season. And welcome back, everyone, once again to uh, the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. And uh, we just wrapped up a summary of uh, this past uh, last week of the regular season, week nine. And we had a chance to talk to our experts about the games across the state and uh, got to ask them some questions and get some insight on the outcome of those games. Uh, Of course, uh, all of the conference championships have been decided, and uh, we noted some of our conference champions and co-champions and that kind of thing. Now we're going to turn our attention to the state tournament series. And, of course, this is the whole new season, as we often call it. Everybody starts out 0-0, and uh, they uh, get ready to uh, play in the uh, tournament. Uh, again, Indiana being unique that everybody gets a shot to play in the tournament. So, Coach Huber... Uh, let's uh, talk about the, the first round of the first week of uh, sectional for 4A down. All right. Before I think we do that, what we need to do is kind of wrap up the the uh, rating board. Okay? Sure. Uh, the uh, IFCA top 10, if you will. Sure. Uh, 6A. Seven out of ten made it through, but two of them, Hamilton Southeastern, number four, got beat by number three, Brownsburg. Mm-hmm. And they were on, there were eight other people that beat that Brownsburg beat this year. Just, right. You know, mm-hmm. for your information. Right. Um, number six, Cathedral, got beat by number one, Center Grove. Right. And then Carmel lost uh, – LC and uh, Carmel's on the way down. So we've got three teams there uh, that are, I think, elite. Sure. Of course, Center Grove, Ben Davis, and Brownsburg. Yeah, absolutely. All right, 5A, 9 out of 10. Mm. Uh, Number 10 didn't get through. So anyway, uh, Bloomington North has been at the top of that ever since Fort Wayne Snyder lost. We had a unique thing happen this week. I uh, didn't know it until after we sent it out. Uh, the rating board's uh, poll sent out. But uh, we had somebody that clicked on Fort Wayne North, and they thought they clicked on Fort Wayne Snyder. So oh. anyway, Snyder and Bloomington South tied for second. So actually, Snyder... Should be number two. They got the vote. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, 
but the top three are definitely North, South, and Snyder. Snyder yeah. Now, in two weeks, one of those won't be around right. because North plays South. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Nice. 4A. Kokomo got beat. They were number four. They got beat. And, uh, of course, Northridge got beat. They were number six mm-hmm. by that power up there in uh, Kosciuszko County, Warsaw. The Tigers. And uh, those were the two uh, that went down in 4A. Right. Uh, East Central continues to dominate it. Uh, Evansville Wrights is listed second. New Pals. And Greenfield Central, uh, I think, are teams to watch in that category. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sold on rights. Right. Okay? I don't want to make Kabara mad, but I'm not right. sold on rights. Right. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. All right, 3A. Chittard continues to dominate. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, Chittard is in sectional 3A. 28. And there are five teams in the eight in that sectional that are in the top 10 in the 4A poll. Right. Yeah. That will be interesting as we get along. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's going to be this week. Okay. Garen Catholic uh, has a date uh, with, I think, Mr. Senawa Mm -hmm. undefeated. And Indianapolis Chittard's got a date with Peru, I think. Anyway, it could be switched around. But both of those are undefeated. So, uh, Garen Catholic is 8-2. The other three are Mm 9-0. Yeah. It could be bloody, yeah. Okay, 2A. Clinton Stockton continues Mm -hmm. to get the most votes. Uh, Brownstown Central gets a vote. Triton Central gets a vote. Uh, LaVille gets a vote. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's how it's gone the last few weeks. And, um, you know, Lures got beat uh, in 2A last week, but they got beat by 6A Homestead. Right. You know, what are you going to do? Right. Um, And Eastbrook and Sestina has kind of taken a dive, five and four. Yeah, yeah. And... In 1A, 7 out of 9, uh, one, uh, the 10th one, Indianapolis Lutheran didn't play. Right. Now, mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't know if it was, you know, by chance or by their own uh, scheduling, you know, scheduling what they wanted to do. I don't know. So right, right. anyway, the 9th and 10th, Sheridan got beat and Knightstown got beat. Mm-hmm. So. Lutheran continues to dominate, mm-hmm. and uh, there are, uh, as we go along here, I'll just real quickly uh, mention that in 6A, we've got two people that are uh, still 9-0. and mm-hmm. uh, That's Brownsburg and Crown Point. Yes. In 5A, Bloomington North. And we've got a couple teams that are 8-1 and one that are nipping at their heels heels here mm-hmm. uh 4a east central uh is undefeated ranked number one 
Okay. And yeah. Evansville Wrights is ranked number two. They're undefeated. And Mississinawa is ranked number five. And they are undefeated 9-0. and mm-hmm. Wow. Now you get to 3A, and there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 teams. Mm-hmm. Seven teams that are uh, undefeated. Chittard, Hanover Central, mm-hmm. Tippy Valley, Hamilton Heights, Knox, Peru, and Centerville. Mm-hmm. And in the top 14, if you will, six of the seven are listed. Right. And then in 1A, there are six teams uh, that are undefeated. Mm-hmm. And those six teams have kind of distinguished themselves. Uh, Lutheran, Adams Central, Carroll, Laura, Providence, Westlaw, let's see what else we got here. Okay, North White mm-hmm. is one of them, and uh, Park Tudor. Right. So, anyway, 19 people have made it through the year, and they are undefeated. Right. And um, so that kind of wrapped up the poll. Uh, we'll see how that uh, plays out. Sure. Right now, I'm going through my book uh, that I made up, uh, you know, the individual sheets and each sectional and right. putting down the, the ranked teams that are uh, that are in that mm-hmm. sectional. Okay. Right. And uh, that's just kind of reminds you a little bit about, uh, like I said, there's five people in uh, sectional 3A28 and uh, go on and so forth. So. Anyway, what we're going to do, we decided, mm-hmm. is that we're going to have games to watch, uh, top-notch games of the week, uh, whatever term you want to use. Right. And I'll pick out uh, who I think uh, are good matchups for the week. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, we'll talk about that later, but uh, I'm just going to go through and name uh, the people that uh, we think is going to be right. games to watch this in, week. In the, th- in the fight, in the thick of it. Okay, in the four, three, two, and one. Mm-hmm. Okay, like Pendleton Heights at Greenfield Central. Okay, seven and two, eight and one, neighbors, same mm-hmm. conference. Uh, they're very familiar with each other. Right. Okay. Uh, Garen Catholic is at Peru. Mm-hmm. Garen's seven and two. Peru is nine and zero. Oh. Right. The question is, can Peru bump it up and play it at that level? Right. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Tippy Valley is nine and zero, oh, and they go to Chittard. Mm-hmm. The same thing is for Tippy Valley. Can they bump it up? Right. Uh, because Chittard just got back from Ohio where they uh, uh, beat Elder in right. Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Uh, not an easy task. Not at all. Uh, backyard scrap that uh, is always interesting. They play twice a year, once in a tournament, once in the, once in the uh, regular season, is Danville and Tri-West. Mm-hmm. Okay, Danville 7-2, and two, uh, Tri-West 
eight and one, mm-hmm. and Tri West uh, beat them during the season, twenty-one to nothing. Right. We'll see what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't know why I put this, but Cecina at Brownstown Central. Mm-hmm. Cecina is kind of taking a dive. They're yeah. five and four, but. I think why I did it was because Odd Hurley is the head coach at Cecina. Right. And uh, he's been, this is 34 years. Yeah. And, and the level uh, the level they play at, too. Their competition. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. I see and, that. And um, also we have uh, another 31 uh, coach uh, that uh, has been at Brownstown Central for 31 years. Uh-huh. Okay, Reed May. Right. Okay, so maybe that's why. Sure. Fountain mm-hmm. Central. Uh, Herb King, another veteran, 33 mm-hmm. years he's been in this game. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what he can do against Park Tudor, I think. Sure. Uh, they're they're a pretty good ball club, but Park Tudor is undefeated. Sure. And Park Tudor scores 60 points a game. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have Ooh, to slow that right. down. <laughs> um, up in the Northwest, uh, one game I think jumps out at you. Hobart, 7-2 mm-hmm. and two at uh, New Prairie, 7-2. and two. Right. Okay. Uh, Hobart had kind of a quiet year, you know. Nobody's mm-hmm. We haven't talked about Hobart. Right. They're 7-2. Right. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Uh, of course, New Prairie was a state runner-up last year in four mm-hmm. A. So, yeah. Uh, interesting. Interesting enough. game. Yeah. 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 Well, again, they're competition-wise. They play. They play. Hobart plays the Dunlin, so you know um, that's sure going to make Paul that will point that out. Yeah. I'm absolutely. Sure point that out for sure. Okay, uh, we've got down south, down south in Evansville area. Last year, uh, Wrights was 9-0 and and got beat by Boonville in the second. Mm-hmm. Well, Boonville goes to Evansville Wrights this year. Oh, really? Okay, and time. Boonville is like 5-4 and four or 6-3 mm-hmm. or something like that. Wrights yeah. is undefeated. Right. Uh, I think this is a game to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh guy by the name of Darren Ward's been coaching quite a long time and uh, he's at Boonville. He went right. home to Boonville. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lawrenceburg at Centerville. Mm-hmm. Now, Centerville is an interesting situation and like I keep saying, they're 9-0 and right. and never got one vote all year in the yeah. poll. Amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Uh, maybe there was a glitch. I don't right. know. But right. uh, Lawrenceburg, 7-2. Always win a lot of games. Yep. Uh, Ryan Ganega does a great job down there. And, uh, you know, I just think it'll be interesting to see if Centerville can play with yeah, They're real, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know that they're excited about it. Sure. You know? Yeah. Uh, uh, Lawrenceburg. Fort Wayne area. Mm-hmm. Lufton at Alexandria. Okay, seven uh-huh. and two, eight and one. Uh, they've both been good all year, right? And um, you know, one of them obviously is not going to survive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Northeastern at Winchester. 
There's another one. Mm-hmm. Northeastern is seven and two. Winchester is six and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Jones, uh, one of my favorite guys uh, at Winchester, mm-hmm. maybe because he was my roommate at All Star game there one year. Obviously, mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of a game. You know, uh, nobody in the outside the area is going to worry about Northeastern at Winchester. Right. But right. I, I think it'll be a, we'll see. Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. Well, there's several then, schools you've mentioned here, like Bluffton and uh, Alexandria and those Those schools aren't typically known for their football prowess. And um, they are, they're in the tournament and they got great records this time around. So that's, that's really kind of cool that these guys – there's people building those programs into uh, solid programs. That's really cool, I think. Yeah, Bluffton is in the tough league. They sure. play in that, you know, Allen County League. Mm-hmm. There's a team called Adams Central. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it beats everybody. Uh, except the Luther. Jets. Yeah. So. The Jets. Yeah. East Noble. Last one, East Noble, 7-2. and two. At New Haven, eight and one. There's a backyard scrap. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'll delve into it a little bit more, but uh, they're in a conference, Northeast Eight. Mm-hmm. Northeast Eight is a really good conference. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, there are three teams in that conference that are six and one: East Noble, New Haven, and Leo. Right. Okay. All so good. anyway, all good programs. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought that uh, I would mention that, and sure. uh, I don't want to bore anybody, but no. uh, we'll get these guys uh, to talk about them, if you will. Sure. Uh, all the experts that we have that come right. on the program. Sure. And uh, we'll see who survives and who doesn't survive, yeah. and uh, it's a uh, fun time because after next week, now we'll have. The big boys, the five and sixes come in. Yeah, yeah. Well, that uh, you know, and you can also bet that there's going to be some total surprise, not more, and probably more than one, where someone just comes up and just slaps somebody that's was supposed to beat them, and they in fact beat them. So that could happen too. So we'll see what that. I mean, that makes it interesting too. You can't have all these games uh, going on, right? Uh, without people getting beat. Sure, sure, yeah. This is the biggest week uh, as far as you're losing people because half the teams in 4A, 3A, 2A, and 1A won't be around after Friday night. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Anyway, it's tournament time in Indiana, and uh, we are a model program for several states in the surrounding area. They still cannot believe. Right that you can have 311 schools and <laughs> everybody plays in a tournament. They can't believe that, but the IHSAA and the IFCA have proven that you can do it. Absolutely. And that's what we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes it for a fun deal. It's just a lot of fun for everyone. Well, coach, if you haven't got anything else to add, this brings us to I an I don't end. know what it'd be yeah. right now anyway. <laughs> Well, this brings us to a close of uh, the week nine summary and of the regular season. So, it boy, it just flew by, and we all comment on that. 
Uh, once you get through the summer workouts and start that first game of the season, things just fly by, and that's exactly what's happened here. Conference champions have been crowned, and uh, now everyone's setting their sights on uh, the second season with us all going into the state tournament series at all uh, six levels of football. The five and six, of course, will go into action a week later, but uh, it's just going to be exciting to follow it. We've got our team of experts here uh, that uh, will be following it and giving you updates weekly as we talk about the different games. Everyone do the best you can as far as it goes to competition, and thanks for tuning in, and good luck to everybody in the tournament.